This is WKNC 88.1, and I'm DJ Beowulf, currently sitting in the HD2 studio, about to interview uh, my mentor and the mother of all college radio here at NC State, Jamie Lynn Gilbert. That is correct. I do have a little bit of a cold today, so I apologize to my uh, lovely listeners. That just means that we'll be going a little bit slower than usual to account for any uh, sneezing extraordinaires, but it is all right otherwise. Today's topic is double barrel benefit as our 17th iteration is coming up in February uh, and decided to go ahead and interview Jamie to talk about all of the things that go into the process of making double barrel um, and just the world of double barrel as a whole. Uh, First and foremost, if you you'd be comfortable giving the audience a general background about yourself. Um, why are you involved with WKNC? Who are you? What do you do? Great question. Well, my name is Jamie Lynn Gilbert, and I am the station advisor here at WKNC, and I'm the associate director of NC State Student Media. I have been with NC State since May of 2006, so Double Barrel Benefit 4 in 2007 was my first. So I've been to many, 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 many Double Barrel Benefits, many. so I can give some good perspective on the history of the program. Um, are you aware of what who started the very first one? Yes, um, it was started by a general manager. His name was Jamie Proctor. Uh, no relation, obviously. We have different We've had multiple Jamies. Yes, uh, we have the same first name. We have different last names. And he started it in January of 2004, and he was a two-year general manager. So when you have a student general manager for two years, generally speaking, you do a lot in your first year, and then you're done. But if you have a second year, you have more time to do more and do better things. Improve, for sure. Yes. So Jamie said, you know, I want to raise some more money for the station. I want to have this benefit concert. So he and his staff had it. Uh, The first ones were held um, January 4th and 5th over at King's. So it was always designed in that double barrel format, um, two nights, um, usually at the same venue. Sometimes it hasn't been at the same venue, but it was designed to be two nights back to back at the same venue. And so we had that. Um, back in 2004, and then it's just grown every year since then. Which actually leads uh, perfectly into my next question. I know that you weren't here for the first three, but uh, since 2007 it was your first one? Yes. Up until now, how do you feel Double Barrel has changed over time? It has really changed a lot from being a main fundraiser for the radio station to really being a showcase for the radio station. It is still a fundraiser, but it's changed in the sense that we used to not pay the bands. It's my understanding that in the first couple years, we did pay the bands a little bit. Um, Before I got here, records weren't kept as thoroughly as I would have liked. I do know that we did pay the bands some in the first year. Um, I don't know about the next two years, but we basically didn't pay the bands. And It made sense for us at the time because it was a benefit concert and it was supposed to benefit us. But I think the culture in music and art and such has changed where artists deserve to be paid for their work. Absolutely. That's how if you don't pay someone for their work, then it doesn't have value. Mm-hmm. And so we're taking this band that, and we're basically saying you owe us because we play your music and you would be nothing without us. And that's that's just not, not true. true. Yeah. 
Um, it's cool if we play a band and they also exist pretty well without us. And so it's a it's a mutualistic relationship for sure. Yes. So we did move to a paid model. We don't pay a lot. (laughs) I don't want to think anyone to think, oh, you know, you get paid 12 grand for buying double barrel. No, 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 that's (laughs) no like no. Um, But we also don't book artists in the 12 grand sphere. Yes. Um, No, Avid Brothers are going to be playing double barrel benefit um, unless they want to do it for you know, minimal money a thousand dollars we'll get you a thousand dollars david brothers if you're listening but we have started to pay the bands and that really happened in 2014 um what happened was one of our longtime sponsors we had a contract and um the amount that they decided to pay us changed mm. and so we literally had question marks in our budget that we did not know how we were going to make up for that shortfall. It was a significant multi-thousand dollar shortfall. Right. And our general manager at the time, Briab, is basically, uh, let's go big or go home. And so she, we we had a, a dickens of a time getting a venue and we finally ended up getting um, Cat's Cradle and the Lincoln Theater. Yeah, and that we was had the it. split season. Yes, we had it split. It was two different weekends, um, really out of necessity. Because that's just sort of how it worked out. And we had um, amazing bands. We had The Love Language. We had Mount Moriah. We had Lomelands and Bombadil and Hammer No More the Fingers. And it was it was great. Um, we didn't quite sell out Lincoln Theater. But boy, there were a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it was really so great to see so many people And you said supporting. this was 2014? This was in 2014. So this was uh, Double Barrel Benefit 12. Oh, sorry. This was 2014 Double Barrel Benefit 11, where we uh, we sold 11, 1,172 tickets, where the previous year we had sold uh, less than 500. Interesting. So we expended a little bit more of our financial resources and reaped, I mean, we we sold twice the number of tickets. Absolutely, and yeah. Raised um from ticket income, we raised about $10,000. Now, this may be a misconception in my mind. Uh, I was under the impression that we sold out in 2011. Or am I merely thinking double barrel 11? In 2011, um, we were at King's. We had the old ceremony headline one night and hammered over more of the fingers the other night. I cannot say with certainty that we sold out i just remember seeing the uh the technician article that was headlined double barrel benefit sells out with non-sellout bands i can't tell you with certainty that we did i do know uh we sold out in 2007 uh i believe that was the first time that we sold out when we had the mountain goats and uh i mean this was a while ago but it's still the mountain goats absolutely and uh we did sell out, but you also have to keep in mind that when I say Kings, I don't mean the Kings on Martin Street. This was prior to their renovation. This was old Kings where it's now a staging area for a parking lot. So it was considerably smaller, but we did sell out. My favorite memory um, of Double Barrel ever was actually in February of 2008 for Double Barrel 5. Um, Kings had closed at that point. And so we had moved to the poorhouse and... 
our program director, Kyle Robb at the time, came to find me um, in the crowd and he just looked at me and he said, we are breaking so many laws right now. <laughs> it was packed. It There were so many people there. It We had sold out and we had probably oversold. And it was just so many people there. And it was such a great feeling that it was definitely my favorite double barrel memory because- Who did you have on that lineup? That was annuals. Uh, they were the headliner. And uh, we had supporting act from The Never and then The Future Kings of Nowhere and North Elementary. Your favorite bands. Yes. The Future Kings of Nowhere are my favorite band. I was actually going to ask that later, but I'll cover it now. The question was, uh, and we can do this Jeopardy style, um, <laughs> what is your favorite band? My favorite band is, well, definitely my favorite local band, is The Future Kings of Nowhere. And they've played Double Barrel several times. They have played it uh, three different times. They played it in 2008 for Double Barrel Benefit 5. They also played it for Double Barrel Benefit 10 in 2010. And then they pay, played it um, for Double Barrel 15. So I guess they'll also play it for Double Barrel 20. I guess. I'm just going to throw that invitation. Uh, Shane, if you're listening, um, we'll be happy to have you. <laughs> but um, that was one of the the best ones because uh, I don't really know the band Drug Charge. They were fine. Um, they I, were uh, a sight for sore eyes. They were definitely visually appealing. Absolutely. Yes. Um, uh, the Muslims played after that. Incredible. I, a great band. We Incredible had them bands. for our Hopscotch Day party and I just loved them. Mm -hmm. And then Pie Face Girls was also very cool um, after that. And then Legends of the Raleigh scene. Yes. The Future Kings of Nowhere. So Jamie Halla, who was general manager at the time, because there's lots of Jamies everywhere. He comes up to me and he's like, I, I think I'm going to book Future Kings of Nowhere. And I just looked at him I'm like, you know, that's like my favorite band. Right. And he's like, no, no, he had no idea. And I was like, oh, it's so great. So that was that was just so, a you wonderful... know, it was a genuine decision and not just I'm going to appeal to my advisor. Yes, because I, I do think that he has booked a few things because I was like, oh, let's just make Jamie happy, which is fine. I mean, and, and it worked out. But yeah, and, and you were happy. And it was actually Future Kings of Nowhere that's like, um, can we have Pie Face Girls with us? And we're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you already talked to them? Because will they do it? Yeah. Um. So it was. That's funny my how that works ever. out. Yeah. And I had my Fitbit on and um, it thought I was like riding a bike <laughs> during their set. <laughs> They're like, are you on an elliptical? Is this a random sport? Because I was just going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what I do at Future Kings of Nowhere shows. So. I mean, if I loved a band that much, which I do, uh, I love several in that way. I would probably get the same response from a Fitbit. Um Transitioning back into the technical side of Double Barrel Benefit, what kind of planning goes uh, goes into putting on an event like this? And I feel so corny asking this question as I'm in the process of planning this event, um, but it's not my interview. That's true. Uh, well, what happens is usually the earlier the better. Um, it usually starts in the early part of the fall semester. Uh, the general manager and then whoever the general manager selects for their team uh, they get together and they basically make a wish list and they think wouldn't it be great if uh, one year we were like wouldn't it be great if Polvo like oh, totally wanted to headline Double Barrel Benefit if they like reunited and played Double Barrel and it did like it happened we actually had Polvo play um, That's insane. that was uh, Double Barrel Benefit 7 I in did not 2009 know this. Um, and that was just like, let's just throw it out and like see how it happens. And so we just. And did they know what WKNC is? Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. It's it's great. And they're one of my favorite bands. 
and it's just it's really interesting to watch things come together. Uh, one of my favorite ones to watch come together was Double Barrel Benefit Eight, which was in 2010, and we got Roman Candle to headline. Now, Roman Candle it was originally based out of Raleigh, but they had since moved to Nashville. But they basically had a homecoming show in order to, you know, play for us. Right. And back when we started um, booking it, um, ideally you you shoot for the headliners and then you sort of fill in the supporting acts. Where needed, yeah. Yes. And we had asked a local band, Max Indian, to play. And our original thought back in like September, October, was that Max Indian would open the night. And by like, Late November, they had blown up so much that they, they ended up headlining the other night. Nice. So a band had just gotten so popular. So fast. So fast that luckily we had already like secured them. And so we were able to have them headline Shift them that around. night. So yeah. we, had, we had spider bags that night with Roman Candle, Midtown Dickens, The Tender Fruit. And then Max Indian headlined along with Bella Fea, Vili, and The Light Pines. So hmm. uh, at that time, we were focused more on indie rock, our, our bread and butter, so you Absolutely. will. Um, we kind of moved away from that primarily um, in 2016. Now... That's when we had De Niro Farrar um, headline at Cat's Cradle. Now, he, he is not the first time that we've ever had hip-hop. Sometimes I hear that, and I'm like, no, that's not true. Uh, we did have King Mez and Halo perform and at Double Mez Barrel Benefit is, uh, 8. just a singular uh, yeah, name. Mez, Mez is And is also playing Dreamville. Yes. And that was actually, there was a, a funny story happened with that. There was a band that we had worked with. And um, I won't say who they are. I will not shame them. But we had booked them for Double Barrel Benefit 8. And, like, we were going to make the announcement, like, within 24 hours. And we got an email. They were like, oh, wait, no. We can't play that. Um, Question mark? Whoops. One of our members is going to be, it was either, like, having oral surgery, like his wisdom teeth out or out of the country. Basically, like, we A never reason you should have said yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it it went crazy. Um I'm getting some secondhand stress there. Yeah. Well, it wasn't it wasn't really my stress because it's not my job to plan it. Right. It's just my job to make sure that it gets planned. And um this was actually something really weird happened. Um the day before we had accidentally published a blog post oh, no. with uh, the names of who was playing. And then we like unpublished it right away. But someone had seen it and someone had leaked it. No way. So the next day, and I have no idea how this happened. The next day it happened again. And like I, someone canceled or it was leaked again. I, it was leaked again. I think. My best guess is what had happened is um, we replaced that one band with Mez and Halo. My guess, and I have no idea if it's true, and I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody, but I think one of those people told somebody, and that's how it happened. Because honestly, at that point, I didn't even know who was playing Double Barrel yeah, Benefit. Yeah, yeah, Because I didn't feel well that night, and I went to sleep at like 8 o'clock. And so I got a text message at like 10 that's like, oh, it's going to be Mez and Halo. But I didn't know that till I woke up the next morning, and it had already been leaked. So so sometimes it gets leaked uh I mean, it doesn't matter. It was only leaked like 12 hours in advance, but 
I mean, that's still kind of cool that someone was interested enough to like leak that information. Um, it's almost a uh, an exciting thing. It was just interesting that they knew before I knew. Yeah, 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 for sure. Had I been awake, I would have known. But, but other than curating um, a lineup, what kind of uh, other processes go into creating Double Barrel? Well, we start with a budget. So we have a certain small amount that we have to pay our bands. And you have to work from there. If the band that you want costs X amount of money, well, then you only have Y amount left. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get a big headliner that's going to cost more money, then you have to pay everyone else less money. Less. Yeah. Or do you want to try to pay everyone the same? It all depends on what market rate is and what what bands are willing to be paid. I know we did some serious haggling this year. <laughs> yes, we, we've also done serious haggling in the past. And I mean, ultimately it is still a benefit show. And yes, some of these artists deserve more than we are able to pay them, but they're also getting a lot of exposure from it. So it's not like, I mean, I also know that you can die from exposure and you can't like pay your rent <laughs> with exposure. Um, and so here is a, here is some money for that but absolutely it's we're definitely not trying to strong arm anyone here it's if they say yes to what we have thank you very much the uh the added benefit is that you get to sell your merch and you know perform to it and we'll add your music to our uh radio station rotation um but we're definitely not trying to force people to work for less than what they deserve no there are definitely lots of bands when we're like this is how much we can pay you they just say no like we can hear them laughing through the email and, yeah and you know what that's fine like if you can't do it that's fine like we're we ain't mad at you of course not you, we know that you have bills to pay too yeah that was just the dream yes <laughs> yes um working from the budget after that after you've secured your lineup things have been announced what's next we're in that phase right now well what i have to do this is my boring adult job i have to make sure that contracts are signed with all the bands and i have to make sure that you know we help find food, so I need to know, you know, how many people are vegan and how many people um, don't eat meat and, you know, do you need gluten-free? So I have to make sure that all of that logistical part is done. They're really boring crossing the T's and dotting the I's that the general manager doesn't want to do. I also have to make sure that they all get paid. So I either have to get them a check from our NC State accounting office, you know, I have to handle W-9s and just boring things that no... 20-something general manager wants to deal with. Absolutely not. Um, I help with the promotion. I'm like, by the way, have you recorded a promo yet? Have you recorded a promo yet? Let's make sure we get all Is the promo the rotation? Uh, Does it once, sound good? I once had to, once upon a time, um, we had a very poor local music director. And so I had to add the music for the bands because that person was not doing it. I was like, well, it's got to get done and you ain't going to do it. So sometimes mm -hmm. I have to fill in gaps where we have personnel issues. You have been, um, I can't remember the word that I was going for, vigilantly filling in the gap of scheduling this semester, yes. for which we are very grateful. Otherwise, we would be off the air. Yes, that is why I'm in today, even though I don't feel super great, because if I didn't come this. in, we'd go off the air at midnight and... Usually every, we call the operations manager mm -hmm. the person who schedules, and usually every operations manager messes up once. Um, so I've been taking over that task for maybe a month or so, and I have not messed up yet. So my record is is flawless, and so that's why I came in and also came in on Monday when I felt like crapper. So 
Well, thank you for all of that and for coming in. I will wind down because I only have a couple questions left. Um, as far as this year's Double bar- Barrel goes, we have already announced. Uh, do you have an artist that you're most excited for on the lineup? All right. Let's remind our listeners who the artists are. Super valid. So uh, Double Barrel Benefit 17 will be held at King's this year. Night one is going to be headlined by Pat Jr., opened by Vacant Company, and the second and third artists, respectively, are um, King Gino and uh, Dot Wave Media. Night two is going to be headlined by Truth Club, and Junior Astronomers will be direct support, playing third, opened by Debt, pronounced Debt, as in we are in debt, but it's spelled D-E, two parentheses, T, um, and then after that will be Black Surfer. Uh, So that is Debt, Black Surfer, Junior Astronomers, Truth Club. Um, And that will be February 7th and 8th at King's, just like I said. I am excited to see Truth Club. I don't think I've actually seen them. That's surprising. Maybe I have. I've definitely seen their them their existence in other spaces and in other bands. Um, certainly, uh, some of the members from Astro Cowboy are in this band as well. Um, I'm also excited to see Black Surfer. I'm excited because uh, members of Truth Club and members of Black Surfer um, have worked for WK as well as members of Vacant Company and members of Vacant Company. Have you and, said uh, yes? Oh, geez, yes. So many people. That's I don't Davis even know. Harrell. Ah, yes. So like. It's almost like we can't not book a band that has had some affiliation with WKNC. Like, we don't try to do it. Because There's no nepotism going no, it on. It looks a little shady, but, like, there's so many of our students have gone on to greater It's almost things. like working in college radio exposes you to the music industry, and then you join it. Yeah, like, you sent me hmm. the W9. I was like, oh, I know this dude. I know yeah. this dude. <laughs> so I was really excited. I was like, wait, yeah. Uh, other than that, we're also really stoked to have so many NC State students and alumni on the list. Uh, King Gino is currently enrolled at NC State. Dot Wave Media is comprised of many NC State students. I think they have one person who goes to chapel, but we'll ignore that. Yeah. Um, and then I'm thinking, I don't know Pat Jr.'s affiliation with NC State. Um, and Junior Astronomers is from Charlotte, so they kind of like escaped that list. Um, and I'm unaware of debt as well. But the vast majority of the uh, personnel on this lineup, regardless of which musical group they're in, uh, have some sort of tie to NC State or WKNC. So it's really cool to give back to a community that we're so heavily involved in. Uh, personally, for me, my favorite act or uh, act that I am most exciting f- excited for is Junior Astronomers. I saw them in Charlotte, and they are probably the artists that semi-single-handedly got me into local music. Uh, and so to come full circle and be able to book them on a lineup that I'm planning is beyond exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, their name was on a little post-it note that you slipped me in August that said, this absolutely. is who I want to book. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I'm just really glad that um, they were willing to say yes for, as we've said, minimal money as they're traveling three hours to get here. Um, so beyond stoked on that, cannot even express that uh, enough. And then my final question for you, for anyone who's interested in coming to Double Barrel, um, Obviously, we've got a killer lineup, so people are really excited for the musicians that are going to be there. But ultimately, the vast majority of the money is going to WKNC. Uh, So in an increasingly digital age, why does college radio matter? Why does it matter that our audience is supporting us? Um, And what does Double Barrel barrel Benefit do for us that is significant? Well, I think um, music exists in a lot of 
for them. So you could just go to Bandcamp and, and spend all day there or SoundCloud or Spotify. But what WKNC does is it helps you know who to listen to. Um, every so often. Tastemaker. Yeah, I would turn on Spotify and I would just like, I I don't know who to listen to. Too. <laughs> they also heavily promote like artists that you're already aware of. Yes. And so, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe I want to listen to Vampire Weekend, but maybe I also want to listen to Junior Astronomers mm-hmm. or Pat Junior. And WKNC is a curator of the local music scene and the national music scene, but particularly the local music scene. I mean, I can listen to another college radio station online and get that same college radio feel i can listen to a professional quote-unquote college radio station like kcrw kexp kexp and get that type of music but what wknc does is and what we can do better than kexp and kcrw and those stations is give you the north carolina music scene absolutely north carolina indie rock north carolina hip-hop north carolina metal we North know Carolina what's issues that we share promos about all the time. Yeah, like those people are in our calculus classes. So we can tell you who they are and mm-hmm. give you that platform through uh, the local lunch, through your program, the local beat, and just having folks here in the studio that they listen to us and we listen to them mm-hmm. and we can Mutualistic help share their relationship. Music. Uh, it's definitely a very bottom-up experience. Uh, we do get a lot of music sent from promoters and record labels and such, but um, local music that comes from our sphere of influence uh, is really exciting to put on the airwaves. Um, as we've established, lots of our students end up being in popular local bands, and whether that's our creation or their dedication or a mix of both is a, a really cool final product to get to see. Um so I am definitely very excited for the 17th iteration of Double Barrel Benefit. Any final questions, comments, concerns, Jamie? Well, I do want uh, one more comment since we're probably also going to be turning this into a podcast. I want to let people know that in addition to Double Barrel Benefit, we have a Wolfpack Winter Welcome Week concert. We're working on booking right now. I've so got it's a one secret. of the two artists booked. Um, but that will be, I believe it's January 13th. Yes, ma'am. To uh, welcome folks back. It's going to be in Campus Cinema. We're not going to be out on the lawn in, Mm -mm. you know, 60 degree weather. Uh, That's probably closer to 30 degree weather. It's going to be from 8 to 10. Um, And so that is free. So (laughs) I know that some folks can't afford the ticket price of Double Barrel. So if you can't. Which is $13 for one night or $22 for both. But it's free for the Wolfpack Winter Welcome Week concert and Four it W's. is open to students i know it's it's specifically for students but it's on campus so anyone could come and so i'd also want to encourage folks to do that and uh, once we announce the lineup uh we will we'll be telling you about that all day along yep. with double barrel benefit all right thank you so much for talking to me to, uh today jamie super excited for double barrel the Wolfpack winter welcome week concert and everything that uh goes on just working with you i'm very excited to have such a knowledgeable and enthusiastic mentor this has been wknc 88.1 off the record with dj beowulf